<laughs> yeah, we sold out hard. <laughs> Holy shit. Look, Ma, I made it. Uh, <laughs> what's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others? We're back. We are fucking back. Holy shit. I feel like I'm dizzy right now. Uh, I've worked my ass off all fucking weekend. I've been on my feet. I've just been running my ass off and then uh, opened this morning. So you know what? I earned that. All right. So today is going to be an awesome one because uh, I've actually done your podcast. Yeah. And now it's your fucking turn to do my podcast. Yes, it is. And uh, yours uh, is, is called How Do You Do? How Do You Do? All right. And that is available on... Spotify. It is on Spotify. Okay, because yeah. I think last time we talked, it was just on uh, what was it, Anchor. Is well, that right? it's a- Anchor. Oh, but it does it's, distribute. Yeah, yeah, okay. Distributes well, and you guys said you have pseudonyms. So, let's, what are these pseudonyms <laughs> that that you were telling me about? I'm Bread Breakfast, and I'm Hannah Backwards. Hannah Backwards. Yeah. Okay. Or, as I know you, Brett and Hannah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, before we go any further. Um, as you know, as you've listened, when I start this podcast, I would say, well, uh, you know, what's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others. So let's go ahead and get some uh, pronouns out of the way. I understand that uh, we need to go ahead and that's uh, yours is uh, she, her. She, they. She, they. Yeah. And then they. They preferred. Yeah. They, they. Okay. See, I, I always want to make sure to get that out of the way in the beginning. So then that way later, if I fuck it up, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, hey, real quick, asshole. Um <laughs> But it's not because I'm an asshole. It's because I smoke a lot of weed, and my memory is what do you call it? Shit. It's just absolute shit. No, I totally get that. Like I'm, I'm terrible with people's names, and I'll meet them five or six <laughs> times, and I'm like, oh, you got to get a face tattoo or something. Something, dude. You. you know, old fucking uh, face tattoo. You know, fucking face yeah, tattoo. Come yeah. on, man. Like, let's, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, I, I just suck at it. But I'm also not that guy that's like, eh, whatever, close enough. Right. I fucking hate those people. That yeah. it's like again, as long as it's not derogatory, you can. Call me about anything. Oh yeah, no, I, I no, even derogatory, I still answer. I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> hey, best friend. But like, uh, but yeah, but like, I just, I genuinely always want to try and stay on top of stuff like that. I, I'm obviously just he him, uh, just because apparently I'm an old man uh, stuck in a, <laughs> an out of shape 33 year old beer gutted body. Uh, <laughs> I feel it. But uh, so, what are we talking about today? We're talking about, not, I mean, besides the fact that your podcast is. Is uh, is it back yet? Are you guys yeah, on yeah. a hiatus, yeah. right? We just came we back. Finally, officially launched our first episode last. Oh yeah, and uh, wh- who is on this episode? Nicole Reese. Uh, okay. She is a therapist, like a like a licensed clinical social worker, and uh, and we talked about what it takes to be a therapist, which is a fucking lot. Right. And then right. Uh, I mean, even if you take the doctorate out of it, there's still the, yeah. the mental toll oh, yeah. of listening to other people's a lot well of, shit. Like that's Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them are required to also see a therapist themselves. Like they're right. wired that's, to go. <laughs> but yeah. we uh <laughs> we went into this new trend on TikTok, which is to self diagnose with uh with this disorder that may or may not exist. It's called right. D I D. And what I've in the fuck is that? Oh gosh. Dissociative identity okay. disorder. And there's like TikTok famous people who claim to have this, but none of their symptoms match up with like what we found in the DSM. Oh. And the DSM is? The the diagnostic uh, manual, like, okay. like, like, where all this just this because, if, as you can imagine, if they're listening to my podcast, they're probably just <laughs> like me. And it's like the fucking what? Oh, oh, sorry, let me let me get in the character. The fucking what now? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's well, what? and I mean, like, I'm sure she had a lot to say about people diagnosing themselves off of TikToks and and Instagrams and shit like that, to where it's like, yeah. oh, that sounds like me, I've got that. Yes, it's dangerous. Was it like really the is number one thing. And uh, they'll remain nameless, but there we were actually my my old lady and I were actually just talking recently about this person that it's like you can't just sit there on social media for four hours and then come out of it being like, wow, I have like three new diagnoses about my mental illness. It's like that's not how it works. Right, right. You have to get like, diagnosed. Like that has to happen. Yeah, yeah, and extensively, especially for DID. Like it. Takes oh yeah. Many well, like sessions. the second I actually got diagnosed with PTSD, it sounds. Sounds weird to say, but I felt so relieved. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, good, I'm not it. full of shit and needing yeah. attention. Fantastic. Yay, me. 
I'm going to hit all these buttons. That bitch had emailed me about it can suck a fuck. So, <laughs> but like, like the person that we're talking about apparently believes that they are not only bipolar, autistic, all these things. And I'm like, you can't just say that. Like, that takes away from the people that actually, like, right. got diagnosed right. and, like, they are dealing with theirs. You you can't just say stuff like that and then just kind of be like, but, you know, I'm dealing with it. I'm a champion. It's like, dude, get fucked. Like, yeah. are you're, you serious? You're taking up space that should be occupied by people with real, you know, disabilities or... Real problems, even. Problems, yeah. <laughs> like, illnesses, yeah. Like, I mean, even if it's not a diagnosable thing, even if you are on the spectrum of autism and do need a little extra help, a little kind of like, okay, so here's where you're at on the spectrum, or anything like that, If even if you're functioning or anything like that, you still need to have that professional, like, okay... Here you are. Yes. Whereas, like, if you just tell your tell everyone around you that you are, it's kind of like, mm, but are you though? Yeah. Or are People you just that a claim dick? It, and you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that too. It's kind of like what they feel like horoscopes or human horoscopes to me. Mm-hmm. To be very honest, they're very generalized. They're you right. know, if you're anxious, you're 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 probably you know autistic. Right. Well, and if you if you like things clean, you have OCD. Right. Yes. That's one of the ones that I hate because my mom had. Mild OCD, like undiagnosed, obviously, because she was born in 1960, and back then it was just kind of like, "Hey, that's get your fucking shit together." Like that's <laughs> that's hysteria. Yeah. Well, and well, you you have PTSD. I do too. We both mm-hmm. had bad accidents, right? And yeah, yeah. How long did it take you to get into into therapy? Like like a while, what, right? What was it, babe? Like last year? Yeah. My accident was something like five years ago. Yeah, but it was like two years ago that you. Oh, yeah, okay, so my accident was about five. But even better was that whenever I went into therapy, they said that my PTSD actually comes from multiple places, so that when we were talking about, apparently I have CPTSD, which is like PTSD with like, you know... It's like more, <laughs> it's more like, causes. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's essentially yeah. like looking at a like like I posted the uh, that meme cases. Absolutely, it's like I posted that meme that it was like multiple little you know, pictures, little cartoons of like yeah. what could cause PTSD. And my caption was, "When you're looking at this, like a bingo card, going that one, that one, that one, like yeah. <laughs> right." And like for me, after my accident, it took me a year just to find a therapist, and it's because we have these people who are who are going around going, "Oh, if I'm autistic, that's like a superpower." Because right. in your world, TV shows like The Good yep. Doctor that makes it <laughs> yeah. look like a oh yeah superpower. It's not. It's I'm a fucking disorder. Yeah, like I'm, I'm <laughs> like, and that's a, like we we joke about it all the time though that it's like my anxiety, my ADHD. It's like oh, it's like a superpower. That's not because I have it. It's because I've had it for so long and I'm so good at not paying attention to it or like whatever, or just ignoring what I should be doing for it. Mm-hmm. That it's just kind of like there are actually 38 people in this room. And she's yeah. like, how the fuck do you know that? And I was like, because when we walked in, I got to count them. And I'm like, and then when we sat down at the table, I have to have my back to the fucking wall because yeah. at any given moment during my chicken strips, I'm going to think someone's going to stab me in the fucking head. I don't know why. Uh-huh. That's that's the same with me. I have to have my back against the wall. I have to be able to see everything. Mm-hmm. I survey the room, every restaurant, just everywhere I go. I'm constantly looking, watching people well, watching. I say people watching. I'm just really yeah checking. No, like people actually people yeah, watching. Like, like hey, do something, motherfucker. I'm aware, like <laughs> I'm aware of your presence. <laughs> well, no, and it's even funny, even funnier because like people believe that if you have PTSD or anything like that, everything makes you jump. Yeah, but it's yeah. like no, I have high heart rate all the time. I'm ready. <laughs> All the time, like it's yes, it's go. exhausting. Yes. So like something will happen, and I just turn, and someone goes, "I didn't. You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Are you okay? You jumped pretty hard. Right. Like, like, yeah. Did you hurt yourself? I feel like you pulled something in your back, man. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> but I mean, like with with any kind of mental illness or any kind of like diagnosis, when people say like, "Oh, it's self-diagnosed," I'm like, "Oh, so it's not real." Yeah. Right. Well done. Uh, yeah. Like, well done. Yeah. You you just made me think you're stupid now. Yes. If I worked in mental health. I would resent you for that. Absolutely. Especially with the amount of options you have. Because every time it's always the same thing. Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have the time. Yeah. Yes. Motherfucker, no. Mental professionals, have, mental health professionals have done the work. They have figured out systems and communities in place where it doesn't matter. You can still get help. 
Yes. And I mean, you know what? Let's look some up real quick. Um, but I mean, like, that's the thing is that it's like, if you don't have any money, there's Family Children's Services, yep. which is on a sliding scale. Yep. You come in, they kind of diagnose you then and there. Well, not then and there, obviously, for some things. But you do get certain tests. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, have you done this? Have you done this? That's, well, this sounds like that. But let's go ahead and get you scheduled for therapy so that we can figure that out more. Mm -hmm. Things like that. And since it is on a sliding scale, it's more of like a percentage or anything like that. So. Yeah. If you're if it's the money thing, fuck off. Go to fucking family children's services. Get help, motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, uh, and honestly, try sooner care now. I mean Oh yeah. Well, I'm not even gonna look anything up because this screen's all weird expansion. and it's gonna give me heebie jeebies. Uh <laughs> yeah, the Medicaid expansion was was huge. That's how we both got insurance. Mm -hmm. But my therapy even before that was free because of family and children's or because of counseling and recovery services. Absolutely. Um, I mean, there's so many options. Well, and then we also got, I mean, if we're going to talk about people going to therapy and everything like that, we have to also talk about the toxic nature of our community regarding therapy. Yes. Where it's like, oh, you're in therapy? What's wrong with you? It's like, motherfucker, there's nothing wrong with me. I take my car to a mechanic, too. Is that there's something fucking wrong with that? Right. Yeah, and I mean, everybody can benefit from someone to talk to. That's what we've always really talked about anytime we talk about mental health. Right. Like, everybody, I mean, I, I feel like I just talk at my therapist. Like, she's just yeah. someone I can scream at for an hour, and honestly, and unfortunately, even gets paid, you know, to do so, but right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> she's there for that hour, you know? Right. Well, and I mean, even if even if it is, I don't have the time, you know what I mean? Therapy. Okay, fair enough. Well, this is a very busy world. How about a psychiatrist? How about talking to them and them being like, okay, well, it sounds like you'd benefit from this medication and kind of going that route. I think a lot of people just kind of think that the only way to deal with their mental health is to sit for an hour, overpay, you know, the the, mm -hmm. the stereotypical things that are shown in movies and shows where it's just kind of like, well, that didn't fucking help anything, you know what I mean, or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas the reality is these are professionals, these are doctors, they have degrees right. in give yeah, a fuck school yes. for like, this. <laughs> yeah they are i mean they do care well like uh nowadays every therapist i've had for the past like five years i've been able to text mm. i don't have to go see them every week anymore because right. if i have a bad time with something i'll just send them a text message be like this is why i'm mad today i just need you to talk me down <laughs> can or you just tell me everything's okay yeah. just, is that all right all right cool that sounds awesome how do you what, what is that like, uh, did you get that through? Uh... I get that through, uh, through actually my pain management. Weirdly enough. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, they were. You set you set yourself on fire, and all these this world opens <laughs> up for you. It's amazing. Yeah, and my pain management after my accident was, hey, here's probably a third of the pain medication that you yep. need, and uh, go home and sleep it off. I'm like, you do realize a car was on top of me, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, it, cool. It took a long time to get into pain management. Yeah, it like, took me a solid year. They didn't even yeah. try with me. They were just kind of like, you know, good luck. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, what can you do at this point? I mean, American healthcare is just... Garbage. It's ridiculous. I can't even... You know, we're not going to get into it because that's a whole, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole... Yeah. Mm, so, Bad. speaking of what we actually came to talk about, uh, you guys have a show you want to talk about that I have not seen. Detroiters. The Detro is it The Detroiters no, no, or no, just, no, Detroiters? just Detroiters? Just Detroiters. Okay, because I don't want to be that old man that's like, have you? are you on the Facebooks? The Walmart. Or, uh... I'm going to the are you, Walmart. Are you too? catching the Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to the Aldi. Let's go. <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, so with Detroiters, uh, it was, who? what show is this again? It's, it's the sketch show, right? No, well, the sketch show came after it. It's Tim Robinson. Oh, he did uh, I Think You Should Leave. Yes. Which no, yeah. we actually did an episode with Raven and the Bear over I Think You so Should Leave. So good. It's, it was really funny, though, because when they got on, it was like, we just realized as we are talking about this show that essentially... We're just gonna quote this show for the entire episode. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, we can't really talk about like character development or anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so it's that same absurdism, but it's like strictly with the advertisement um, firm in Detroit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so is he like the the lead character? Yes. yes. Okay. He and uh, Sam Richardson, who. You would recognize if you saw a picture of him. Okay. Uh, I can't think. He was in like a Dr. Pepper commercial randomly. He was in a Dr. Well, you, like, you got me there. I yeah, do love yeah. me some fucking Dr. Pepper. I'll We're tell you that right in now. in Oklahoma. Oh. It's a safe bet. He was, it's in a movie. <laughs> he was in a movie with Chris Pratt. I don't know if it was on Amazon or something. It was oh, yeah, movie. yeah. Something what was it? Tomorrow. What was it? Was it a, oh, The Tomorrow War. Yes. Yes. I remember seeing that. the preview for that and went, Really? Are we running out of names for stuff now? It, it, yes. 
And, and surprisingly, he, I mean, of course, he was the comedic relief, which is funny because his comedy is very absurd. I love right. the absurdism comedy. Well, and like, here's what I'm doing right now is I'm pulling up uh, a Detroiters ad, like not an ad, but like a uh, little, but we're going to get through this fucking ad on YouTube before I fucking play it. <laughs> You know what I really think is fucked up is that it's like you look up things on YouTube also for information. Like if I don't know how to do something, I go to YouTube. What if I'm looking up CPR or something like that and I got to sit through a fucking Geico ad like that? Are you serious right now? That lizard just killed a man. Like that's how that went. And it's the one where it's like Geico cares for you. Right. You know, 15 minutes could have saved this motherfucker's life. That's how that went. All right. So this this is labeled never hire family Detroiters. Hey, bud, what's up? Do not enter without knocking. Go back out and try again. No, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. I'm already in here, Trevor. That's stupid. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say this character has uh, some spectrum he's issues. Is that... he's, a, he's a like an oh, adult child. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> man child. I love that. And basically the premise is his dad owns Kremlin Advertising. Oh, okay. But he goes crazy and is in a mental. I just realized that probably the audio is not going to do very well without the the visual as well, because uh, I was like, "Well, this will work out great." Nope, I am unprofessional. Uh, so <laughs> a little context. Well, well, he goes crazy and he goes basically to the nut house. And, okay. And they step up. He and his best friend of all time step up and start running this advertising company. Okay, so the dad goes to the asylum. Yeah, yeah. yeah he and... he goes nuts. <laughs> Is that PC his face? Well, it's it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's he has a bunch of euphemisms for it, and it's it's phenomenal. Like, uh, yeah, he's in the the loony bin, the booby hatch, and and then they finally show what happened, and it's it, he he has this like marketing meeting with a bunch of executives, and right. he's doing the whole thing with the back half of his suit cut out, and he's just naked underneath, <laughs> and. Uh, and I forget who it's. Uh, I think it's the Big Show, the wrestler. Oh my yes. god! Is no, it's Kevin Nash. It is Kevin Nash. Kevin How Nash. is that even Kevin more Nash. ridiculous to me? Yeah, That's yeah. It. <laughs> and it's and he plays it so well. It's I mean, it's amazing. It's phenomenal. I don't know what I was watching recently, but Kevin Nash was in it, and it was just a very small part. But he's on screen, and I had to pause it, and I go. Is that Kevin fucking Nash? Yeah, like, yeah. seriously? Yeah, well, in the show, I'm like, am I looking at Kevin Nash's ass right now? Because, like, <laughs> the entire back half is just gone. I'm like, what is going But at the same time, what an ass. That's <laughs> right? it. <laughs> looking tight for that age. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. That's you, you could crush me with that thing. Well done. That's very fair. Uh, but, no, I always love, like, whenever, like, big celebrities from other like, you know, sports entertainment, yeah, like yeah. wrestling or whatever, whenever they just show up in things and you're yes. like, who the fuck's idea was it? They're just like, hey, what if we got Kevin fucking Nash into right. this? Like, But does it ever not work? Like, I've, I have I yet to see it any, not yeah. work. Like, it's definitely working well for, like, John Cena and yes. Batista. And, oh, like, yeah, it is. Well, and I, I was watching this interview not too long ago with uh, John Cena, and I guess whenever he was just a wrestler, he hadn't gotten into movies yet or anything, he was talking shit about The Rock being like, Oh, you love wrestling? Then how come I never fucking see you in the ring? And then he started acting, and they asked him, they go, hey, do you remember saying that? He goes, I was an asshole for saying that. He goes, the second you sign a contract to do a movie or a show or anything, you can't wrestle. And he was like, because if you break your nose, they have to push back filming, and all of these people that are involved in this project aren't getting paid while your fucking nose is healing and shit like that. He goes, so I was speaking out of ignorance. And it was one of the first times I'm like, all right, go for it, John Cena. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, what a nice guy. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I wish she hadn't done those, that, that Fred movie. Did you see that one? I did not. Oh, God. I prefer Fred. to just think of him as Peacemaker and uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just be there. Amazing you know? in that. He's so fucking good. That's why I'm like, anybody that's like, he's Honestly, in this other thing and it's not that good. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking watching yeah, it. I'm, I'm going to keep Peacemaker in my I head. I love <laughs> Suicide Squad, too. Like, I, I really did. One, and especially so after that first more. one they did, get the Ugh. Oh, God. Yeah. Will the second Fi- one just blew me away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I think it's because it was exactly... What we were hoping that first one was going to be, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but in like between Will Smith, Jared Leto, yes, you're like, hey, real quick, motherfuckers, you're not getting a fucking award for this, okay? Have fun with it. Like, I promise, you'll be fine. Yeah. 
Jared Leto is in it for what, like ten minutes? Well, I guess like that was a big thing was that he was actually supposed to be in it a lot more, yeah. but they cut a lot of his shit and put Will Smith in more. That's what happens when you start a cult. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but if I'm thinking Suicide Squad, I'm not thinking fucking Fresh Prince. I'm sorry, but I'm just not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I'm just not. Whereas with that other Suicide Squad, it was like Idris Elba can do no wrong. John Cena. Yes. Killed it as Peacemaker. Yeah. Whenever he's just like, I will suck a bag of dicks. Yeah. This entire beach was covered in dicks. <laughs> I would suck every one of them for freedom. Like, that's... Yeah, he's like, why are we sucking all of the dicks? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Margot Robbie was incredible in both. Mm-hmm. And she's fine as fuck. We can all admit yep. that. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> I think even gay men were just kind of like, oh. Yeah. Was this, I mean, am I attracted Wolf, to this? Is that <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street too? Like, oh yeah. All right, that that some feels definitely. Yeah, when you're just kind of like, I was oh, just watching oh. this for some for some whoa. almost like a criminal aspect, but I'm oh. I knew about the drugs, but shit. <laughs> Quaaludes and Margot Robbie, sign me the fuck up. Here we go. I've always said that if uh, you know how people always are like, if I could go back in time, I would. I'd meet Jesus. Oh, I'd meet you know all these God. historical. I'm like, nope. I would go back and do Quaaludes because I never got the chance. Like yeah. that's <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that before. I would, I would totally do Quaaludes. Yeah, like, yeah me too. It, it just seems fun. It does. It's, <laughs> it's like uh, here's these sedatives that if you keep yourself you awake, stay awake. <laughs> which I've done with over the counter sleep meds, and it's you know it's okay. Ambien. I'm not an Ambien. I'm so afraid of Ambien. <laughs> I really terrifying. am because I'm like I'm one of those guys like. If I hear a story about like, oh, if you do this, there is a chance you won't remember what you did. I'm yeah. like, look here, man. If I get that way with alcohol, I pretty much set myself <laughs> up for it. Yeah. I don't want to take one little fucking pill and then I don't remember shit. Yeah. Like, I'm not on board with that. You like, meet a walrus that tells you to buy a piano? <laughs> yeah, and I have Amazon on my phone. I'm buying that fucking piano. Yep. Why? Because yeah. the walrus told me to. What do you want from me? I bought a drone. Yeah, we're homeless, but we got a piano. Like Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I bought I bought a drone on Ambien. Just taking a regular dose, I spent sixty dollars on a on, on a, a drone. drone. I didn't know how to fly it either. <laughs> nice surprise. I yeah, yeah I got it like a week later, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> well, I think here. someone sent me the wrong pack. No, that's my name. Need yeah. to talk to my doctor, maybe. <laughs> well, hey, uh, the dosage needs to like. Uh, let's turn that down. <laughs> I know it can go all the way up to eleven, but let's or, let's go on down. Or up. <laughs> Um, depending on which way you want to go. the fuck out. Yeah. But in one of the episodes, they find like 60-year-old diet pills. So it's basically just speed. And they're trying to write an ad for Chrysler. They're doing an ad for the car company. So they take 60-year-old diet pills. Yeah, yeah. They throw a desk at the window to see because they wanted to know if it would break. In the in the office, like this, this is all ringing bells for you, isn't it? It absolutely like, yeah, is. Been yeah. There. yeah, I've been there. Yeah, been there. They they take a look at this giant jar and they're like, "Should we take these?" And they're like, "Yeah, we should take these." And they're already shoving. That that I think rings the biggest bell for me because I swear to God, I mm, <laughs> sitting around with your friends and just being like, "Hey, uh, so my grandma just passed away. Hey, man, I'm so pills. sorry to hear that." Okay, so we got blue ones, we got pink yeah. ones, we got all right. Who wants to try what? You know. Yeah, like, like, Let's gamble, but they. Just... I, I I think that might be one of my favorite scenes in a Super Troopers too. I don't know if you saw that one. Yes, I, think I haven't so. seen it. They find like a cache of drugs, but they're not marked, and they don't know how to like. And so essentially, the captain's oh, in there, and he goes, yes. he goes, all right. So we're waiting for the lab to come back with the results of what these are, and then he walks out, and Farvage goes, I don't need some fucking nerds to tell me what this, how this shit works. Boop, and just throws one in his mouth, and he's just like. God damn it. All right. And so every one of them just picks one and takes it. <laughs> and so like one of them turns out to be like fucking Canadian estrogen pills or something <laughs> like that. And so uh, fucking, uh, I forget what he's, Ram, like uh, Ramathorn. Okay. He takes him and then like he's losing part of his mustache because he just, he goes, I just keep taking them. Why do you keep taking them? He goes, because the orgasm's like a shotgun blast. Like, <laughs> And then, like, one of them's steroids, one of them's speed, one of them's a barbiturate. Like, they just pop random drugs to see what happens. And I was like, been there, brother. Been there. Yep, yep. I had a friend who who was really bad about that. And uh, then, I, I, like, the, the circumstances don't matter, but <laughs> that's the important part. Statute of uh, limitations has not run out. That's <laughs> ended up having to stay up. <laughs> 
had to stay up all night with this guy at D-Fest. Remember, remember I D-Fest? remember yeah, D-Fest. Yeah, yeah. Because Jesus. somebody gave him Adderall for the next morning because he would be hungover, and he was just like, I'll take it, whatever. Like, fuck you, Why dude. Why the fuck? <sighs> See, here's the thing. I don't care that you do them, but do them smartly. I would say, like, I uh, here's my thing. Don't have dare class telling kids, stay the fuck away from drugs. They're bad for you, and give them no information about yes. them. Right, yeah. Be, okay, kids, here's what you need to do if you ingest this. Or, hey, if you decide you want to try a little something-something, I would go with this one. This is a safe one. Like, These that's, are the light ones. Yeah. All they taught us was that the cool people did drugs. Like, the guys in the They taught jackets. us <laughs> what they look like, where to get them, yes. and that they make you feel numb. I'm in the fifth grade, and everything's awkward. I didn't want to feel anything. Yeah. You fucked up. Like... <laughs> Hey, I would like to not feel anything. What was that last one again? Marijuana? Yeah, I'm gonna give that a shot. Yeah, I think I think it was fifth, fifth or sixth grade was the first time I smoked weed because of how they described it. I was like, that sounds awesome. Let's get some of that. Increased drug usage. They found like the Dare program was actually proved to not be. Well, it's just like abstinence programs. Anytime that's the only option, those are the ones. Those are the states with the most teen pregnancies, STDs, like. Get the fuck out of here, man! Like it's not related, though. All I'm, yeah, it is. All I'm hearing <laughs> is, uh, don't let Republicans in charge of shit like that. What? Anyway, so, but like with Detroiters, and so he takes over the the marketing or whatever. But it kind of sounds like he's not doing a great he job. Know what he's doing he's at an all, adult yeah. child. Oh, okay, gotcha, he's gotcha. Married to his best friend's sister. Okay. And they live literally right next to each other and every night they talk to each other before bed, tell the tell each other they love each other and good night and like <laughs> it's pretty wholesome. That it's, sounds it's so cute, sweet. <laughs> but it's so absurd. Like it's but it's great. And my my main issue with it is that it's one of these Lorne Michaels comedies that never gets off the ground. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, like like Mulaney had a show. Yeah. It lasted, what, one season? One season, and not only that, I'm pretty sure there's... I don't think you can get it anywhere that you stream anything. You can't look it up on, like... I don't even think you can find it on YouTube. And then... I think it went through, like, such a legal fiasco of who owned what or some dumb shit like that. But it was the opposite. People were like, I don't want that shit. Like, that's... Yeah, well, yeah, anytime... (laughs) Lauren puts his name on something other than Saturday Night Live. Even if it's great, it can be amazing, and it just won't go anywhere. I don't I don't know if it's that people don't trust him or what. Well, and I mean, on the flip side, too, I think what it is also is that it's like, okay, you've got, like, Tina Fey. Lauren Michaels puts his name on 30 Rock, right? Yeah. That explodes, but I think that wasn't Lauren Michaels. I think that was Tina Fey going, hey, you can put your name yeah. on it, but this is my fucking show. Yes. Yes. Whereas I can totally see both Tim Robbins and John Mulaney just kind of being like, Okay, Lauren, yeah, whatever you want to do with distribution or anything. Yeah. And then he fucked the pooch on it, and then well, and Lauren the, owns it, so he's not going to do anything with it. Wasn't Tina Fey still head writer at, at SNL? Or yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like She had leverage to be yes. like, hey, fuck yeah. you. Like This is my show. I'm going to tell you how we're going to do this. Or like a collaboration yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But it just kind of seems, and it might just be that I'm hoping it's true. Just because I've been into Tina Fey since uh, forever. Oh, but yeah. I kind of just a- love the idea of her being like, look here, you little motherfucker. And I'm just like, oh, tell me again. That's <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> she's a pass for me. Like, 100%, I would go for that. Mm. Noted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm basking in it now. That's yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. I well, so- well, and I mean, like, Amy Poehler, same thing. Like, yeah. Lauren Michaels had something. Like, he wasn't quite like. You know, he was producing it or anything, but Parks and Rec, Lauren Michaels, like, you know, gave Amy Poehler the go ahead. Like, yeah, go for it. Like, if you want to keep he doing other stuff. He put his name on Kids in the Hall as well. Right. That was great the Canadian SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Great so fucking show. One of the most underrated set, like, bits on that show, in my opinion, was the one where they were just like, uh, it's Dave Foley, and he was just sitting there being like, so Jesus was a carpenter, but he wasn't a very good one. <laughs> Here's a spice rack that he made, and he like puts the spice down, and it just slides right off because it's uneven. Like, <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> and apparently they got like some some flack for that one. And oh, I'm just, sure. I was oh, yeah. just like, well, yeah, you brought up Jesus, and it was a funny haha. You're gonna get some <laughs> fucking bullshit. Like people aren't going to like that. <laughs> They take the Jesus seriously around here. I can't imagine why. Sweet little baby Jesus. Oh, my God. You think that atheists get a bad rap with Christians? Tell them you're a Norse pagan and watch their heads fucking explode. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> well, uh, Tim, Tim Robinson was a writer on SNL. Now, is it Robinson or Robbins? Robinson. 
Robinson. Okay. Tim Robbins is an actor. Right. Wait. Well, so is Tim Robinson, isn't he? Because he acted yes. in the show. Yeah. Boom, got you there. Yeah. Okay. Got you there, motherfucker. He was he was on SNL for like one season, and I think he wrote for one season, and then just like basically did it didn't work for him, so he got this show. Okay, I see what he left. No, 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 no. Okay, Robinson is the one we're talking about. Yeah. Tim Robbins is the. Okay, got gotcha. you. Shawshank. Shawshank. Susan Sarandon. Oh. With, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. With you so far. Okay. Real preachy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mother. Uh, so, <laughs> but like with uh, with Tim Robinson though, I loved. I think you should leave. Just yeah, simply because it was like it wasn't. Oh, we're gonna go over the top. We're gonna do this, that, or anything just for the sake of doing it. You can tell that these were bits that he had on his mind. Yes, for so long, oh, yeah. and he this was just is like stuff that he couldn't put on SNL because it was too fucking weird. Yeah, like the very first one is him <laughs> in a in a job interview. And he goes the to pull door. the door, and he just goes, oh, it's a push. No, no, I was here the other day. And he just keeps pulling, and you just see him just flexing, and it's like, then the hinges break, and he opens, and he goes, sweaty. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> the look on the interviewer's face the whole time. It's just terror. You have, you have every chance to take this back. Dude, I'm yeah. telling you, just it's okay, man. I understand. I've been Stop. there. It's a push. I, I promise. I think no, my favorite... My favorite I th- from I think you should leave is uh, is definitely the, the ghost of Christmas past or or Christmas Christmas far future whatever it's called right yeah <laughs> friggin' bonies I love it so much oh, it's so no to this day I swear stupid. to God though I can't I have friends who ride motorcycles and I still cannot <laughs> watch no. someone drive by on a motorcycle while they're going that's a nice motorcycle. <laughs> Two like, motorcycles put together with <laughs> a box in the middle. That's a nice motorcycle. That's a nice motorcycle. <laughs> but no, like that's but that is like the level of genius that I think he operates on. Yeah, it's just kind of like when you first watch it. I don't care who you are. You're kind of like, what the fuck am I yeah, watching? Yeah, time honestly, I didn't like it. But now yeah. I comment. But then all it, all it takes is that one other person yeah. being like. That's a nice motorcycle. And you're like, yeah. God damn it, I know what that's from. Damn it, that's genius. Yeah, I was like, Friday Night, that song is one of our favorite. We sing it often. Our Google knows. I won't lie to you. I do also really love the uh, dressed as a hot dog crashing yeah. the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He crashes oh the fucking God. car and then tries to talk his way out of it. And everyone's like, <laughs> you clearly did this. Like, that's like. <laughs> Find out who did this and spank their bare butt balls and back. <laughs> yeah, like... And and the guy who's also dressed like a hot dog but not on purpose. Right. That is the other writer of the show. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. That's Zach Kanan, yeah. And he'll, he'll show up every once in a while. I just I, I, love, I just love the way that he goes about his writing because it's because like there are actors that it's like they'll be on screen. You're kind of like, okay, here we go. I can kind of like. Oh, I can see where you're going. Okay, professional. So <laughs> leave them in. Hey, just, I don't it, edit shit. It was you, uh, not me. So. Yeah. but like with certain actors, they're on screen. Like let's say like Will Ferrell or or anything like that. To where it's like even if they didn't have a hand in the writing, it's we gonna be the like type of humor. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. This is how it's gonna. But with Tim Robinson, it's kind of like yeah, you know, a kind of humor. But at the same time, you're still like, where the fuck did that come from, yeah. dude? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And so he basically centralizes that for a show about an advertising company that these guys that's take so over cool. in Detroit. I I feel like that kind of writing. Okay, so when you write your your comedy, do you do you go to my skits, my little comedy? Yeah, skits? Your, your skits, your routine. Your routine. Oh my god, oh I hate it god. so much. Uh, you put that in your little comedy bits. I'm oh, like, makes oh. me want to shoot myself. I'll show you my comedy bits when I'm fucking you in the face, you little dick. Uh, so <laughs> you guys both cringed at the same time when I, we said that. I hate it. I really do. <laughs> so you get it as much as I do. Oh yeah, no, it's it's, and my favorite is always too. Like, oh, you'll get a lot of material working here. I'm like, yes, I will, Karen. Yeah. You cunt. Like... <laughs> But so when I'm writing, do, do you, <laughs> so do you bounce ideas off, off your significant other? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like if you don't do that and you take the risk, you have the potential for doing something that is as weird as I think you should leave. But right. it's also a serious fucking risk. Oh, huge! Because like we both know that line you have to you have to walk if you're like okay, so I'm gonna try this out or I'm gonna try this little bit or whatever. 
dude, you fuck up like the timing of it, the wording of yes. it. You can piss off an entire like group of people. Yeah. So yeah, every once in a while, I'll be stoned as fuck, be like, babe, <laughs> babe, is this funny? <laughs> yeah, I call. I call <laughs> Hannah to the bathroom, like when I'm taking a shower, because yeah. that's where everything yeah. comes to me, and I'm right. like, Hannah, write this here. down immediately. <laughs> and it, is this funny? But oh, then, hey, we're we're gonna do that now. It's great. You're just gonna hear, babe, come to the shower, and then she's gonna think it's sexy time, and I'm like, you have a pen. <laughs> that's no different than what you do now. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. I, I have markers, dry erase markers, so I can write on the mirror in the bathroom. I tried that for a little while, but we have a five-year-old, so it's oh, like yeah, now yeah. it's you know that's gonna be a that's gonna be a playtime marker. So so now we have shower crayons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'll like draw on the shower walls and things like that. It's really cute. But like, I mean, we're moving soon to a new house, and so I was thinking maybe I'll, I might try and do like a whiteboard, kind of like off to the yeah, side yeah, or yeah. something like that. But you're not wrong. Like when I'm in the shower, I'm just kind of like. Oh my God, this bit's amazing! And then I'm toweling off, going, "What in the fucking hell was I thinking about?" Like, Come and then you try and retrace, like, "Well, I was thinking about bologna sandwiches <laughs> for some fucking reason. I like mine with cheese." But that's the problem. My ADHD is that now I'm latched onto bologna, and I'm probably gonna go to Reesers here in a little bit to get some bologna to fry or something like that. Like, meanwhile, I'm eating that sandwich, going, "I don't remember what the bit was, but this sandwich is fucking delicious." Like, that's, <laughs> so that's where the fuck I'm at. Yay, bologna. So, <laughs> I, I was talking, speaking of bologna, I was talking to this just entitled white woman. Uh, and so she just goes, No, I don't eat hot dogs. I don't eat bologna. I don't. And I'm like, Okay, so you grew up with money. That's all I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. You entitled twat. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like, I, I've, I find myself doing that so often recently that it's like if I find a picky eater, I immediately hate them. Right, like, ugh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I can't, I can't stand it. I'm just kind of like, what are you, a fucking six year old? Eat your fucking food. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, I want a burger, but I don't want lettuce, and I don't want tomato, and I don't want this, and I don't want that, and I don't want this. I'm like, are you sure you want a fucking burger, you piece of shit? Like, right. it sounds like you want some meatloaf, you cunt. Like, yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> it. I swear to God, it irks the shit out of me. It, I'm me, like, oh, me too. Be, I, I, I encountered a person who said she didn't eat vegetables, and. I, I like made, just as a rule of thumb. Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> I don't eat vegetables, and I made solid eye contact for like two minutes and went, you know, when I was in college, there were nights that I had to survive off like two tall boys and a bag of munchies. Yep, you can die doing that. <laughs> just so you know. I'm going to guilt you into eating some fucking lettuce. Eat a fucking Brussels well, I mean, sprout, you fucking piece of shit. It's not one specific vegetable either. It's just vegetables. I hate that. And not only that, the way that I look at it as well is because I worked in kitchens for so long, in restaurant kitchens, it's like that chef or that kitchen manager or whoever the fuck, it could be the owner. Who gives a shit? They put time, effort, energy into yes, crafting absolutely. this burger or this yes. whatever. And you didn't even have the balls to try it first before you're like, no, I don't like lettuce. It's like, how do you not like iceberg lettuce? It doesn't even taste like yeah, anything. It's no crunchy flavor. water. Have a good fucking day. What are you right. doing? There's like, no flavor there. Ugh. Yeah, and I mean, things people can cook things wrong too, and so that can be your one taste of that right. one food. Like you well, tried I it. Hate it. And oh my god, my five year old tries that. So, well, <laughs> she tried it for a little while. But our rule at our house is we don't hate anything in this house except cops and Nazis. Yep. And I told my five-year-old that, and somebody goes, you can't tell a five-year-old that. I go, the fuck I can? I'm going to tell her now. Yeah, you I, don't trust them, and yeah. you don't trust them. That's how we fucking operate in this house. Like, had I got in trouble for that same talk. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 don't tell our child that we don't trust cops. And I'm like, oh, but, I just but we don't. over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. all fuck. I hate those people though because then it's like, oh, so when a cop shows up at your house, you're calm? Okay, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, whatever you say. You don't shit your pants also? Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can fit every one of these fucking buttons into this episode. I love the buttons. I only have three on my soundboard. Well, I didn't have to pay for this, so that's why we have more buttons, really. Uh, if I had to pay for it, we would have a button, and it would just say fuck all the time. Like, that's really... Yeah. I really still want to program this last one, because there's nothing on it. I just want to program it to just have, like, an obscenely loud voiced person screaming, fuck you, Landry. That's really all I wanted to say. <laughs> fuck you, 
fuck you, Landry! Like, just fucking really loud. Really getting it. Hey, uh, you know what? Speaking of friends of ours that we all know and, and love, we're going to do the second advertisement real quick uh, because I realized we didn't do it last week. Oh, shit. And I feel really fucking bad about it because I love Lucas DeWitty. I think he's he's one of my favorite people of all time. Love him to death. And so he's the second advertisement, Flip City Pinball. Oh, dope. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, so uh, if you haven't, if you haven't uh, heard me before talking about hold on, I'm going to pull it up because... I have shitty memory. But, like, essentially his, in quotations, it's Flip City Pinball, Pinball's Cool Kids. Check out Lucas on Twitch, streaming pinball all over Tulsa, introducing you to the faces of Tulsa's amazing pinball community. And they just got uh, Twitch affiliated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Amazing. Now, I'm not saying we had any help in doing that, but... <sighs> but uh, yeah, he... No is. big deal. That's... That's for me. That's for me. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Pat on the back. Pat on I'm gonna, the back. I can't. I'm not flexible. Make but, pinball gay again. Make pinball gay. And I love that because whenever any company or any kind of community comes out with something along those lines, make something gay or whatever, you always have those straight people that just lose their fucking minds it's like what i love pinball how dare you it's like yeah well, and they're not talking about you dumbass like that's i'm a straight cis male i know very boring and not only that a monogamous straight cis male you know what i mean like fucking i'm like i'm just that's just who i am i'm sorry but at the same time i also know that anytime someone's talking about fuck straight white guys i know they're not talking about me right yeah like it's just one of those things that it's like no actually i'm part of the queer community and that blows straight people's minds. They go, wait, are you? And I go, no, but I have a, a trans brother. I have friends who are um, in the alphabet, we'll say. And so it's just <laughs> yeah, one of those yes. things that it's like, because you support those people, you are a part of the community. Yeah. I will never forget you drunk one night after an open mic. Who do I have to fight? <laughs> Somebody had gone on stage and like said, I don't even remember what the bit was, but it was it was offensive and harmful to... LGBT somewhere, right? And we wouldn't tell you the person's name because we knew that. Yeah, you were okay. I kind of remember this because yes. I showed up drunk and late. Yes, and so I couldn't go up, and I was like, "Well, I'll just hang out." But I don't remember who it was. But they were so. I think it was either you or Laura were just upset, and I go, "What the fuck's going on?" Like I was yeah. kind of happy Laura drunk, was very and upset. and Laura was just kind of like this fucking guy was telling this joke. And I think he actually said the F word or something like that. Uh, it oh, was, it was a super. It was it, yeah. It was it's where it's not does not bear. Repeat. And and it was it was yeah. essentially the whole time I was sitting there. Yeah, I kept being like, "Where the fuck is he? Yeah. Who am I fighting? Like, let's I'm go." I'm gonna kick his ass. I'm point fucking him out. beating the shit point out of this dude. And, and it's out. funny because like I know I'm drunk and going over the top when Laura is laughing at me, going like, "I will beat the fuck out of him!" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and she was upset. I was upset. I ended up having to like put out all of the fires because, of course, right. at this point, I'm the only one who hasn't had a drop to drink that night. I'm just like <laughs> right. completely sober. Because I will say that is one thing that it seems to be a constant with comedians who aren't sober is that the second we're sitting there and we have to sit through a shitty set from someone else, it's like, I'm going to drink. I'm not yeah. oh, I'm yeah. not doing the rest of this sober. Holy Yeesh. shit. <laughs> we started an open mic with that. A couple weeks ago, like yeah, I I have no problem talking about this guy because he was a horse's ass. Went yeah. on stage and he said, "You're not gonna me to me," and that was like, "What is yeah. the fuck?" Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. "Oh god, I picked of, you to go first. <laughs> god damn it, that was one of well, me. and that's the kind of the risk you take with open mics as well. Is, that's yeah. kind of like if the first guy going up, he's a white dude. You're like, okay, I've never seen him before, but he seems nice. Then he gets up there and he's like, inward. You're like, fuck. <laughs> that yeah. just set the tone for the whole yeah. fucking night. Like, <laughs> and and that's that's how it is. They, he gets one time. He does oh, yeah. that once, and then it's not going back. Oh up. no, we I've definitely been at open mics where like some guy decides he's going to be an edge lord that night, and the host <laughs> just walks on stage, just yeah. essentially grabs the mic from him and is like, "All right, that was that fucking guy." Uh, anyway, next. Yeah. Like they don't even give them the time of Pass. fucking day, and I'm like, "Good for you, man." Honestly. We got it, like, as a community in comedy, like, the way that I feel about it is that it's like, okay, cool. You want to do comedy? Great. Tell someone else your bits real quick. Yes. Wait, like, without a microphone? God, yes. yes. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yes. Because if you get up there and you do you shit and like person. that. I mean, and the people are like, well, then it's not an open mic. Okay. Tell, but the, tell a marginalized better. person. 
Yeah, tell, tell, tell a queer person. Yeah, tell someone who grew up being afraid to go tell people who they really were, shit like that. Yeah, like, they were practicing in the mirror. Tell them that it should have just been off the cuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just go ahead and mention it randomly. You know what I mean? Fuck them if they don't understand. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and and in comedy, we are, we're the kids who were bullied. Yeah. In a lot of cases, we gotta protect ourselves, our own mental health. And if that means don't give a platform to somebody who is going to set out to harm us with humor. Well, and not only that, the the idea of, well, they just don't get it. I'm fucking, I'm edgy. I'm cool. It's like, you're a fucking piece of shit and I will fucking die on that hill. Yes. I, there's plenty of edgelords, quote unquote, that it's like, I get, you know what I mean? I get what they're trying to do. I understand it. It is kind of hard to kind of like find your own style, figure it out, flush it out. So you start by being an edgelord. I was one of them. But at the same time, because I was one of them, go fuck yourself. Because I did it without offending people, like because of what group they're in. I did it because I said fuck a lot. And I had a story about butt fucking. You know what I mean? Like, where I got shit on. It was, and literally. And so, like, you tell that story, that will offend pretty much everyone in the room. Yeah. Not just one group or another. And that's how you bring people together. <laughs> it's an With edgy butt fucking. That's really. <laughs> edgy story that doesn't punch down. No, I always punch up. I mean, I yeah. am fucking sewer scum. I am always <laughs> punching up. And so it's one of those things, though, that it's like when a comedian punches down and then they look at other comedians and be like, see what I did? You're like. I don't think you realize oh. you're a fucking asshole to us. Did you yeah. see what you did? Yeah. Are you sure you wanted to do that? You're proud of that? Okay. Yeah, okay. you really stuck it to that powerful group of trans people. Right? Like, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Really made sure to put them in their place. Yeah. Jesus. You sure told the ladies here. Dude, like. I swear to God, it was great. And you'll appreciate the ever-loving fuck out of this. So I, uh, my new job has a lot of, shall we say, right-leaning clientele. So during a shift, I'm sitting there talking to a customer. I'm a bartender, uh, and so I'm sitting there talking to a customer, and he goes, said something, you know, at first, very civil, kind of a nice guy, but you can tell he's got some underlying tendencies, if you will. He was wearing Oakleys. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there talking to him, and then he goes, yeah, these fucking queers. And I go, whoa, okay, so we're just going from zero to 60 right now. Okay, cool. And I go, hey, man, just so you know, I'm not really cool with that kind of talk at my bar. And he goes, oh, so that's policy of this company? And I go, no, just me, man. I'm not being a dick or anything. I'm just letting you know that's I'm not cool with that. Right. And he goes, well, whatever. And he just dropped the F word to me. And I was just kind of like, ah, wow, swing and a miss, brother. And he just goes, what? And I go, okay, just so you know, that word right there, normally if I was at any other bar, that it's like a dive bar or anything like that, first I'd punch you in the fucking mouth and then I'd tell you to get the fuck out of my bar. And he kind of sits there for a second and the other bartender is dying laughing at this point. (laughs) That's my only reaction. And he just kind of looks at me up and down and he goes, are you fucking serious right now? I go, dude. And then I leaned in and I go, you snitched him to a fucking manager and I will beat the shit out of you outside after I get fired. And now the other bartender is doubled over laughing and now he's even like, okay, but that's that's fair. And I go, all right, man, tell you what, we can talk about all manner of shit. You know what I mean? We come back to that subject, and I'm going to get angry. And he goes, that seems fair. And he was actually a really nice guy about it after all yeah. of that and everything. But at the very first part of it, I was like, oh, man, I just got this job. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want to lose it today. Like, come on, man. I still got to make money. Like, this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's like one of the few words that if somebody calls me that, I'm just allowed to lose my fucking mind on them. Like, yeah. the boss is like, nah, there are just certain that word. <laughs> yeah, there's just certain words in the English language that if you hear, hey, I don't like that word, just shut it down. Yeah, just... D- don't die on that hill, man. Like, if I call somebody a cunt, now, now granted, I love that word. It's so chocolatey word. and round, as Louis C.K. put it, but yes. I just love that word. And so I was like, ah, fuck that cunt. And then I'll walk out. But if I hear a woman say, hey, real quick, that, that word makes me wildly uncomfortable, can you not say that? I'm not going to be like, no, that's just who I am. You know, fuck you. Fuck everything about you. I'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. You're absolutely right. I won't use it. I forgot my company, whatever. Do it that yes. way. You don't got to be a fucking dick about it. You don't got to double down on bullshit. Right. And it's not who you are. Exactly. Y- you're you're a complex person. <laughs> I got layers. Ogres <laughs> yeah. have layers. Yeah, like that's... Like, <laughs> you got onion layers. I'm a motherfucking onion. I am. Well, parfaits, too, you know. <laughs> All I'm saying is when I get hot, I've got a sweet flavor. So... <laughs> 
But like, I think what's incredible about all of this is that like, you look at these edge lords and everything, talking about like, oh, I've got to go over the top with this and everything. And then you look at a comic actor like Tim fucking Tim Robinson, who didn't doesn't offend anybody. Yeah, and yet <laughs> is still over the top. Yes. yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's so man, he walks absurd. that line so fucking well that it's like I think it's because it's so absurd, it offends literally nobody. Yeah, like you can't. Like it's yeah. <laughs> the, what scenario could you be in that you would relate to this? Right. Like all of a sudden he's getting emails and be like, I don't appreciate you wearing a hot dog suit. You know what I mean? Like I'm a vegan. I'm, like, I'm really... <laughs> Horny people. Horny <laughs> <laughs> Motorcycle riders are messaging him like, "God damn it!" Now everybody's saying, well, "That's a nice that's motorcycle." Nice motorcycle. <laughs> but no, like even like, and the guy that I'm probably gonna go see after this, like if we go to the Max, uh, Blind Oaths, Jacob Fuller. Actually, he might be in California right now. I think they're recording an album uh, in California. So, or if they've left yet, I don't know. I'm trying to help my friends out with all the information. Uh, but. He does that shit all the fucking time. Like, someone will ride by on a motorcycle, the door is open. You'll just hear Jake, he's pouring drinks. He's not even saying it to anybody. He'll just go, that's a nice motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) I have met more people just by quoting, I think you should leave. Than, right. than any other show. Like, I, I, there aren't that many that I quote, to be well, honest. And honestly, but that one is infinitely And quotable. honestly, there's other shows, too, that if you quote them to me, I kind of like, mm, I don't know if I like you yet. Yeah, yeah. and it depends Especially, on the like, show, And too. it really sucks, because I enjoy South Park, but if you're just, yeah, yeah, and you're trying to do your shitty Cartman impression to me, I don't know if I like you yet. Yeah. Yep. Or like Rick and Morty, or anything like uh. that. Because those are those shows that it's like, yes, I enjoy the show, but the fans of said show... Or hot garbage. Yeah, like I that's. Like, <laughs> I had to stop watching Rick and Morty because of the the fans. I hate them. Yeah. If you walk into my fucking bar and you're wearing a flat bill pickle Rick hat, yep. get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah. Just get the fuck out, please. No, thanks. Uh, immediately. I don't if you even want to deal with you. Like. <laughs> yeah, because like you're automatically gonna ask me if you can vape. Yeah. Like you're gonna like I don't like. <laughs> As I hit my vape. <laughs> I mean, as well. She's over there just yeah, pointing, like, going. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my sleeve, but it's still there. But no, like, I, I think what when it comes to certain shows, though, especially a show like Detroiters, and I think you should leave, if you talk to someone and they are also into that show, that's an immediate connection. Yeah, you're like, Because okay. you're like, that is a niche group. You're cool people. And it, it appeals cool. to a certain part of your brain. Whereas, like, South Park's kind of like, you know. We've all Shit, heard, fuck, the you know, all that. Lines. Yeah, We've all heard or like Rick and Morty, they they went there to, the to go there. We, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, okay, we get it. That's <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but fucking, that's a nice motorcycle. That is a fucking niche fucking quote. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah. if somebody does that, you're just like, <gasps> new best friend. Oh, hey. You just immediately turn into uh, Nanawe from fucking Suicide Squad. <laughs> new dumb friends. Like. <laughs> Which underrated character as a motherfucker? Like, oh yeah. Oh my god. And there's a lot of actual people on the show. Um, what's his name? Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, Jason. Oh, I love Jason Sudeikis. He plays like the boss of Chrysler. Oh, uh, you mean time. Ted Lasso? Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> god, that show has my heart, dude. That is mm. one of the most wholesome shows that I absolutely love. I've yeah. cried. I've, I've dude, cried. he gets you like that. Yeah. Okay, in the first season, the the episode where. He takes that journalist to the Indian restaurant and goes, oh, just make it like you do at home. You know what I mean? And then just is sitting there eating it despite the fact that it is burning through his entire soul. But he's going to eat it because he's not going to offend them or anything like that. He goes, "Whoo, that's good. That is spicy. And then he walks away. He goes, oh, my God, I can't feel my legs. Like that's. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like he's a guy that just wants everyone to be happy and things like that or just content, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is a huge difference, and I think that's another podcast as well. It is. Yes, it is. The difference like between that. happy and content is 100% Ooh, yeah. a great episode. When, when uh, Hannah and I first watched I Think You Should Leave, I couldn't stop quoting uh, the Has This Ever Happened to You? <laughs> <laughs> and specifically the fart toilet segment. Uh, At, like, multiple times a day. <laughs> okay, and, maybe like, that's what we should put on this would, on this last yeah, button. Yeah. It's just a fart noise. Like, that's really... <laughs> And then we would watch just that sketch on YouTube over and over. Yeah, I, so I couldn't like, get I enough got of consumed it. Consumed with it. The one I think the one show that me and me and her quote the most is probably New Girl. Oh, we yeah. quote the fuck out of that show 
all the time. And it'll just be randomly. Like, it won't even have anything to do with the fucking conversation sometimes. Yeah. We'll do But my absolute favorite one is whenever I get out of the shower, though, and I'm still in a towel, and I'll do the Winston. I'll come in and go, guess who cleaned everything? Guess who got in deep? Like... I, I watched that for the first few seasons, but but after that, I just I don't know. Like I I it was fine. Like it's it the show is I, fine. Nobody watches that show for Jessica Day. Nobody. Yeah. And honestly, and and this is my this is my uh, unpopular opinion, but I stick with it. And I every time we watch it now, I fucking say it to her. She is the most toxic fucking character I've ever seen in television. Walking haircut. but like seriously like if you watch the show again right every situation that jess puts herself in she put herself in yes every fucking time and then whines and complains to her friends about how (laughs) woe is me stop what (laughs) you were doing take care of me like multiple times she puts other people into a difficult position just because she didn't want to admit that she fucked up she reminded me of every person Every uh, quirky, I'm not like the other girls woman <laughs> who showed up at our parties in college with a ukulele, yep. I would uh, then have to figure out how far I could throw a ukulele. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> that's whenever you have a miniature uh, National Lampoon Animal House and just, yeah, yeah just, crap, just break the fuck out of it. But that's the thing, though, is that every one of those girls were the exact same fucking thing, just with little twists and turns yeah. or whatever. But it's like, yeah, see, I'm quirky. It's like, no, you have a pixie cut. Yeah. You have glasses. And you bought your clothes at a thrift store. I just described like 18 of the girls that I knew in high school. You know you what I mean? followed like, Desi and Cody around the country. Right. Congrats. God damn it. <laughs> Let me guess. You have Decembrists on vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is fucking interesting. All right. Now, how many mocha lattes do I got to fucking buy you before you shut the fuck up? God damn it. We have had similar experiences. <laughs> Ooh. That's a nice motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> but like with this show as well, and, and the difference between it and I think you should leave is obviously that it's an, with it's it's, it's, got chron- it's like a chronological. Yeah, yeah basically yeah. each like, day because kind of focused around one person's ad or them losing a client and try to regain. It. Okay, so gotcha. Like, there's this one about a jazz musician who turns out to be like pretty clingy and pretty crazy, and but then agrees to do an ad for somebody who um, sells wigs. Um, and in the original ad, it said, you know, these wigs are not made out of human hair. And both Tim and uh, Sam were singing in it. She didn't like the song, so they had to find a singer. So they found this old jazz musician who they just loved at a karaoke night at a bar. And then he demanded. I love that yeah. that's how they got yeah, him. They were just like, very, this guy's fucking awesome. That's, <laughs> that's just one episode. So they take him home because he doesn't have a ride home. And it's like way outside of town in this isolated part. So they get him drunk. He goes over his albums. He does, you know, they get into these Motown suits and, you know, start doing their thing. And he says he doesn't want to do the ad and then kicks him out for some reason. I can't remember. Um, they steal the suits. That's they fine. steal the suits. So yeah, start to yeah. So they get in the car, and it's just really funny. And so um, then this entire complex setup, and the punchline is, the wigs are actually made of dead body hair. Yeah, like, so, like holy yeah, fucking so at shit. The very so end of all you've got of all this. this you see a news, yeah, you see a news <laughs> report saying this person they found <laughs> the investigation said that they are dead people's hairs because the morgue was missing heads or missing hair from a lot of <laughs> Wow. And so, yeah, and, and so she's like, Why is that in that? That doesn't need to be in the ad. No one's asking uh, that. Who's asking that? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just <laughs> that weird, absurd <laughs> stuff. And that was just one episode. I love a good build up though. Like yeah. whenever you're sitting there yeah. watching going, holy it fucking is. and then the payoff is always just so Oh my good. god. It's like that last bite that like us neurodivergent people make for ourselves. It's like, okay, I'll eat everything else, but that's the last yeah, bite. Like, yeah, like it's gonna have the most flavor and the fucking greatest thing. Here we yep. go. But then it's just like that payoff is mwah, chef's kiss. That's yes. that's so good. And so every episode is like that, and it's amazing. It's just each, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, daily office of an advertisement, but with a, a crew that's you know D level, right? A film student. Well, now and so what? What can people stream this on? Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's on Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's only it two Prime. seasons. Okay. Um, it's also on the Comedy Central app. If anybody has access to that through their like. Oh, okay, gotcha. Or whatever, but yeah, Amazon Prime has both seasons for free. 
Well, and I mean, like, uh, obviously, I, I always ask this question, but I feel like I know your answer. But definitely bingeable. Like, you can sit oh, down. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Just, like, just like I think you should leave, because you'll want to continue. Right. Like, it's not one of those, like, well, that was yeah, good, so I'm going to move on now. Yeah, like, they actually do develop the dad character a little bit. He shows up randomly one day. He actually breaks out of the crazy house, but they say he let they let him out. And so there's a whole episode about that. So Oh, wow. Yeah, it's good. Like, I know, obviously, this is going to be kind of more of a difficult, uh, just for people, though, that maybe don't know about I Think You Should Leave or anything like that. Is there another show that you could compare Detroiters to as far as, like, pace, as far as... What was that girl show in New York with Abby and... Oh, uh, oh Broad City? Uh, Broad City, yes. yeah. Okay. I would say kind of Broad City because it's daily life comedy. So, like, if you, if you missed area. this one, you still could watch this one. You might just miss a few little things. It's it's definitely weirder because it's Tim. You right. Know? It's, it's, I think you should leave weird, but it's similar. Sim- similar comedy. Similar. Yeah, okay, because, gotcha. Yeah, that comedy, central comedy, but it's actually really funny because he's a talented writer. Right. Very cool. Uh, Tim Robinson also had a special on the Netflix failed show character. Oh, yes. Each, each episode <laughs> had a different uh, comic doing character work. Which, right, right. Like uh, Henry Zabrowski seen... has an episode. It's one of the most offensive things I've ever seen. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. You'd like it a lot. A- after I was just told Characters. it's one of the most offensive things I've ever seen, it's like you have to watch yeah, it. No, yeah, yeah, you will love it. <laughs> you will love it. I'll have to check it out then. Well, fuck. What do you guys think? Uh, Do you have a good time? I yeah, love this. Absolutely. Yeah. It says I I like it in here, but I'm also gonna wrap it up a little bit because it is, it is getting warm. It's getting toasty. Yeah. It's a little warm in here, but it's funny because like every time it's kind of one of those we can't have any circulation because yeah. we well, and it's like pain, whenever yeah. yeah, whenever I've done your podcast, it was just like, like we before we started, you guys were like, all right, we got to turn everything <laughs> off. Like it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the one time off. we didn't do it, I had a complaint that there was a hum. <laughs> and it was the and it was the mics picking up the AC. I really do love whenever you get complaints and like emails or anything like that because I'm like, oh, let me just go ahead and take that up with the complaint department. Oh right, that's fucking me. Yeah, like, <laughs> and a lot of the time it's unsolicited. It's like, okay, I don't really care. It's the same thing we do. Well, no, I'm not kidding. When I was talking about it at the beginning of the episode, that like I got an email from this woman that was just kind of like, um, I enjoy it, but it's like you don't need to hit those buttons as much more. as you do. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna hit every one of the fucking buttons I want to. Button. Like this is my fucking. Let, let me talk to this lady. Yeah. <laughs> lady. Whose ass am I kicking? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. Whose ass am I kicking tonight? <laughs> lady, if you had a soundboard, you would push every button every time. You would you make had. new buttons so for you to push. Yeah. Like that's so brightly colored and beautiful. Oh, I, I I don't even remember the exact wording I used, but I did reply and I was essentially like, Oh, well, okay. What podcast do you host? And I'll listen to that one and we can compare notes. Bingo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't reply. And no. I was just kind of like, oh, I thought we were going to have a, a nice witty repartee. You know, the back and forth, if you will. Here we go. Follow for follow. Come yeah, come on. on, motherfucker. Let's go. But, uh, and even better is that, like, in my head, I just imagined that her podcast would be called Live, Laugh, Get the Fuck Out of My House or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, as far as, like, Detroiters, everything like that, like, you know, you said definitely bingeable. Yes. Yeah. Definitely something that people should check out if they have Amazon Prime, things like that. And uh, you guys did have a good time. So Yeah, loved it. Okay, perfect. Because I worry. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, let's go over one more time on your podcast is... How do you do? How do you do? And uh, how often do you guys record? Weekly. Weekly, okay. Yeah, you just were on a little bit of hiatus recently. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we take season a, break. We take okay, a month. Perfect. Yeah, we ended a season. We took a month to plan it, and then very cool. Season three's out. And so, I mean, the the type of guests that you have on is just, uh, if I remember correctly, it's someone who is in a particular field, and you kind of like, I don't want to say interrogate, but <laughs> you kind yeah, of like we ask people about their jobs. Yeah, we basically interview people about what they currently do. That's that's what. It, when you start a conversation with somebody, that's the first question everybody asks is what do right. you do? And like, that's, but do you really find out what they do? I, I didn't know. I, I knew all of my friends had jobs. I right. I didn't know what they Obviously, did they're jobs. paying for stuff, so they've got yeah, fucking yeah. jobs or rich parents. I mean, I guess that's a fucking job. Yeah. Pieces of shit. I want to know uh, that's important. <laughs> to yeah. You. And like, what, what do people think that's wrong? And, you know. Well, and I mean, I remember getting on there and you wanted to ask me about being a bartender and, and everything like that. And I, it was one of those things that it was like I immediately jumped to the chance because it was like nobody wants 
wants to ask me about being right. a fucking bartender. Right. I love this. Like, well, and people, I'm sure, dump constantly on you being a bartender. Just dude, I am. I love that you that just you had a therapist hear. on because I'm just kind of like I. I always feel like a motherfucking therapist when you're a bartender. Yeah. Yes. Because if it's slow, you're sitting there pouring drinks or whatever, you're like, hey man, how you doing? And they're just kind of well, like, my dog died today. My dog died, my mom's back in jail. I'm like, yo, I just meant like, do you want a fucking whiskey? Like, yeah. all right, man, let's 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 hash this out. What, yeah. What'd your mom do? Well, she yeah. killed my dad. You are having a fucking day, homie. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bartender, so I'm starting to get that a well, lot. Well, they, they can find our show uh, since we're not on a fancy network. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anch- Anchor.com. Nice network. Nice network. <laughs> Anchor.fm slash how do you do? Okay. And yeah, find us on Facebook, How Do You Do Podcast. Okay. We we love we love interaction. Very cool. And I mean, if you do have a complaint, it's just like this show, you know, go fuck yourself. I don't yeah. really Yeah, basically. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna run it how we like to run it. Tell you what, I'll be your complaint department. You get any complaint emails, forward them to <laughs> bingepodcast918 at gmail.com because we get our fair share. And I'm telling you right now, I love responding to them. It's my favorite thing. All right. Like there was one. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love to tell this story. I haven't I told love it in a while. I response already. Yeah, I, lo- I love telling this bit. It's essentially, it was like I was scrolling through. And of course, you have to scroll through the bullshit ads and things like that. But then I saw one and the subject just said, fuck you. And I go, Awesome. And then I clicked it and the fucking the the body of the email just said, fuck you. And I go, oh, he got me twice. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, definitely check out how you do. Um, You know, if you want to check out just my episode, that's kind of a dick move. Uh, (laughs) Make sure to listen to them every week. And it's on anchor.fm slash. How do you do? You got it. And fucking hell, guys. I've had a blast. Uh, I know you said you had fun, but that's. It's rare that I can say that, too. I'm just kidding. Well, I feel special, then. (laughs) To all my past guests, fucking step it up. Uh, Do you have a lot of Tulsa listeners, or...? I do. Uh, Tulsa, surrounding area, Texas as well. Um, uh, Just variant, you know, different kind of people. People in Texas need to drive all the way here to come to to Starlight Open Mic. On Wednesday night? (laughs) On Wednesday nights. Oh, wow, we actually didn't really talk about that, did we? We didn't say that you were the host of that. <laughs> I'm a terrible host of a podcast. Uh, all right, well, now we got to re-record the whole thing. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> but Starlight, open mic, uh, Wednesday night at what time? Uh, we we sign up at 9, uh, jokes around 10, 10, Around 30. 10, depending on who <laughs> yeah, showed up. We're, yeah, we're all terrible. And it's you and uh, Laura Cook. Laura Cook, both yeah. Hosting. And uh, it's honestly, I always, uh, you know, I always kind of tell people if they want to first start out doing open mics or anything like that i'm like yeah go do the the late night one because you know even if you suck people are kind of drunk it's people fine like drinking. Like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah definitely check that out check out how you're doing and uh how you doing and and uh and, about <laughs> and uh <laughs> and once again if you guys want to email the podcast it's binge nine binge podcast 918 at gmail.com am i having a stroke right now <laughs> binge podcast 918 at gmail.com uh if you have any kind of complaints or anything like that go fuck yourself <laughs> Uh, But on the flip side, I love you, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. So uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Stop. Am I sure? It always asks me this shit, and it records the end every time of me going, yes, I'm fucking sure. (laughs)